Hey everyone, Musio from the future here. Just wanted to give you all a little bit of a heads up. Cord's uh, audio did get corrupted for this episode, but we also had a lot of good talking points, so we still wanted to upload something. Also, we missed last week, and so that was the whole thing. Sorry about that. Me and Cord had exams, and there was other life complications, so that's why that didn't happen. But um, we kind of just jumped straight into the news on this one. It's me and Nock, and um, yeah, it's just sort of abrupt and... I just wanted to give you all a little heads up on what's going on. Anyways, thank you. I hope you enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Meme and Die podcast where Cord, that was such a late clap sync. That was so far behind. <laughs> <I heard> that. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> um, so, so let's do some news stuff. Um, first things first is Final Fantasy 14. Okay, I guess the Squeenix team who runs that game has created NPCs to run dungeons with you. Usually this is something that, you know, you get other players to do with you. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you don't have to play with like just your friends. You know, it can queue you with random people. But now yeah. there's like set NPCs to do it with, which I think is so counterintuitive to what an MMO is. Yeah, I think that's a I weird under- decision. I, I understand if like you're playing the game alone. Maybe you just want to be left alone from other people. But like, yeah, icky, icky, icky. And I don't like it. I think it's ridiculous. This has to be something that was created to appease more of a Japanese crowd, Asian crowd. Um, Yeah, like usually the systems that queue you with random players is generally decent enough. But at the same time, I can understand people who don't want to even through an online game want to deal with like the social interaction because sometimes right. it is annoying to play with randoms who fuck things up. It definitely, definitely got am, a lot of that shit when I was playing WoW. I am the random who messes things up. <laughs> so I kind of understand that. But at the same time, I think that's part of like why you play an MMO. Like that's kind of like to be expected. Yeah. Like that's part of the fun of it. Maybe not the fun like of it, it if you're at getting At this point, you're not playing it, an MMO. Like, you're playing a single-player game with bots. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and that, also, the bots are, like, not good. They're they're <laughs> nice. only the, like, required level that you have to be in order to go into the dungeon. So they're not really that good at higher level. Oh, shit, At yeah. least as far as I've seen. Maybe that does change whenever you get higher level, but I was working with some some twenty level 25 bots when I was, like, level 30-something. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And so I oh, so you tried this out. And, yeah, I did. Well, no, <laughs> I, I didn't actually go into the dungeon. I just saw that it was a thing. Also, oh. okay. A very specific thing. But whenever you're running a main storyline quest and you have to go into a dungeon, it like puts a little emblem by the option to play with the bots. So it like makes you think that you have to play with the bots. But I cleared a, a dungeon for for a for a storyline quest with friends, and it worked perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Like I, I cleared the quest; it was fine. So it's kind of like I, I I don't know. I don't like it. I think it's it, it, they could have done it a little bit better. It does like cut down on queue times, but sure, eh, I don't like it. I mean, if you're playing with bots, there should be no queue time. Well, yeah, but I mean, like if. 
if you're wanting to queue with people and nobody's showing up for like say healer roll or something they can just put a bot in mm. it'll cut it down I play healer enough uh yeah true well there's also only like two healer classes I, I three. when I played WoW I always played healer and I fucking loved it because it was so easy to get dungeons and I was so fucking good at it it shorter queue times better loot usually because the group is like oh you did so much work you healed us all you kept us alive we're so thankful so you get the best stuff <laughs> I've never experienced that <laughs> really <laughs> not, <laughs> not in well. WoW huh well <laughs> anyways rant over uh, this is kind of old news at this point. Um, uh, man, I'm, I'm honestly trying to remember all the shit that I remembered for it because I didn't really write too much down about it. Um, there was some report came out. I think Bloomberg did it. Just it, Twitch, the big main idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're planning on uh, making the 50% revenue share uh, apply to everybody, um, cutting a lot of people down from 70 down to 50 percent um so that's going to be a big pay cut for a lot of people i don't know was the 50 percent thing like the default for a while and there were a lot of people like grandfathered into 70 percent that was the one thing i was a little bit unclear about um so that yeah that's that's interesting and and didn't we hear recently that was like a lot of people moving from um uh from twitch to to youtube now i know um was it saikuno saikuno did yeah oh yeah he did that was a dude that was a big deal, actually. That was actually kind of massive. I was really not expecting that. Those there are others. That's right. Yeah, yeah toast. toast. Yeah, I was, I was watching this video uh, today about this um, extension that, uh, like, a Chrome slash Firefox slash Edge extension that uh, fuck, what's his name? Ludwig has a lot to do with. That looks looks oh, like yeah. it really kind of makes. Uh, what was it called? Truffle now? They renamed it. Truffle. And and the way that that kind of like fixes a lot of issues with the, the YouTube gaming streams and the live streams there, um, that looks really interesting. It would be great to see YouTube incorporate that stuff into like main, uh, main YouTube streaming. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, that, that would I, be pretty good. Still for me... I feel like what would really, really help YouTube is if they just had a dedicated website for streaming. Yes. That wasn't called YouTube gaming because it's not With, just gaming. Like that there's other forms of entertainment that are live that are done. That's yeah. why like then, Twitch do, isn't called like Twitch gaming. It's just yeah. Twitch. If they called it if, like YouTube streaming, maybe that would work. Yeah. Like if, if there was like literally a YouTube gaming dot com or something like that that had mm-hmm. um pretty much all the ex- all the features you would expect out of twitch but with like a lot of these integrations between you know youtube gaming and youtube.com that kind of like mm-hmm. co-mingle a lot of the features a lot of the code base um that yep. would definitely help them a lot like specifically yeah i was i was watching that that same video that ludwig did and talking about how hard it was to to actually raid somebody else on youtube it's absurd oh, yeah the mm-hmm. amount of steps you have to take and the amount of restrictions there is to be able to even actually do that. Yeah. I can see why YouTube did that because you don't just want random people rating you out of the blue because that is annoying. But like, but that's also some of the, one of the things that helps so community much. building on Twitch. It is. I agree. Yeah. I, I can see them getting, getting random raids from people is a lot of fun. 
<laughs> right. And raiding random people is fun. I remember like I, I randomly raided this one um, like Mario 64 speedrunner just randomly this one time on New Year's Day. I was I was streaming with Green. I was co-streaming and um, we we raided this guy and we just watched him play for like hours on end. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I hope you guys are having like a, a great New Year's. <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. He was like, if I hit my PB, then um, I'll do this something. And then I was like, oh, cool. Like, this is fun. I like yeah. this. And we like gave him an audience. And so it was like we were gassing him up. It was fun. Yeah, that's the kind of shit you just don't see with you with YouTube gaming right now. That that culture is nope. just not there. Nope. But yeah, like going back to the the that Twitch report, one of the things that actually interested me, because this was an issue that kind of affected me a lot, was that they were potentially planning on ending the streaming exclusivity in that you can't Twitch, you can't stream on Twitch and YouTube at the same time. If you're a, like an affiliate or a partner, there mm. was talk of them uh, ending that exclusivity so that you could oh, do yeah. that. I I thought that was already a thing, but I guess not. Question mark. Yeah, like I used to do that with some of my streams. Now I I don't I don't care anymore. But um, yeah, yeah I I could do it. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's also kind of other. Other shit that's not as important, like them incentivizing running more ads on on uh, Twitch streams. Essentially, trying they're just trying to appease Papa Bezos and getting more uh, money mm. by cutting down their expenditures, by giving money to streamers, and trying to get people to run more ads so that they can actually make more ad money. Apparently, Twitch isn't Honestly, making as much money as they want it to. <laughs> no, they're definitely not. I I. Honestly, thinks that I would agree with that, which is kind of bad. <laughs> that kind of sucks, but it is the truth. Because I think, I think they've made less money as the years have gone on. If I remember correctly, I think, or maybe it was just this past year where they lost money. I can't remember. But yeah, because they keep fucking was, up and losing good streamers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that's a big part of it. Is that they. They they lose like big big personal streamers like they have big um like corporate streams like big uh, like company names like some of them are on Twitch like mm -hmm. a lot of esports are still on Twitch and yeah. they're bigger on Twitch yeah. than they are on YouTube but other than that like when, whenever you start losing creators like crazy which they are I I would be panicking if I was somewhere in the in the like head team of Twitch. God, I could just imagine them like making a deal and getting Dr. Disrespect back on Twitch. Mm. That would no, be insane. No, they would never. <sighs> no way. I don't even think they would, but it would be funny. It would be funny. Let's move on to something that's really, really big for me and also the rest of the Smash Ultimate community. I don't know if you guys heard about this. You too, I mean. But there was... A presentation from Gimmer, who is a big, like, I, I guess, like, researcher of Smash games. Also, you know, a player, you know, whatever. Uh, oh, host of tournaments. He has a, I can't remember what the, the he has a Gimmer, Gimmer lab, Gimmer, I can't remember. Gimmer's garage. No, that's not it. I don't remember what it's called. But um, he had a presentation this week where he presented a quote unquote new tech in Smash Ultimate, it's called slingshotting. <laughs> and without getting super duper technical, it basically means 
or basically what it is, is you can switch your direction while keeping your aerial momentum. So never mind. I'm not going more in depth than that. That that's going to get too complicated, <laughs> but the fun thing about this whole thing is that first of all, Gimmer was not the first person to discover this. There was somebody else who he did properly credit, um, who had found the trick out like earlier uh, in ultimate's release, I believe all the way back in 2018. And second, he had a live stream going that was supposed to be the presentation of this tech. Um, <laughs> and apparently he got too nervous. And so he just started looping this uh, song called Back to the Lab Again from Dexter's Lab, <laughs> which was hilarious. If Because if you don't know, labbing in fighting games is like whenever somebody like super analyzes some character or mechanic in their game. It's kind of like going back to the drawing board with like figuring out like, oh, how do I play and like stuff like that. But we call it labbing. Um, but it was just stuck on that screen. And it was a it was really big hype because Gimmer saying like, oh, new new meta changing tech in ultimate. I'm making a presentation on it. you. You get excited like that's a that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. So that happened. And then he didn't give the presentation. And so it was like, dude, what the heck? And he was like, haha, sorry. And then he gave the presentation. And guys, the meta has not been the same for days. It's not <laughs> ever going to change back. I'm pretty sure that what wave dashing was for melee, slingshotting is for ultimate. Because it is Jeez. that. It is that game changing. And it is a really good way to like. It's a really good skill check. Like it's a it's a good new skill like a way to differentiate the good players from the bad players i guess like their <laughs> ultimate has a new skill floor i guess which is Damn. super cool to see happen i it was it's honestly some of the coolest stuff and honestly the tech isn't too hard it's definitely like i i, I don't know i i don't know how to use it yet because nobody makes guides on corin because of course they don't i'm sad but there's there's been a lot of clips of people utilizing it and it is it's it's game changing it's game changing it's it's insane so there's your big smash news it was wild <laughs> i'm so excited for, to see what competitive ultimate has for the coming years because it just changed so much it's cool saying shit like this come out of like completely nowhere people just like the same same with like speed running techniques and just like you find that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People find randomly finding this like what there was that uh, the video of the chick doing um fucking what was it Mario sixty four or something and like jumping up the stairs backwards or something and just sliding all the way up the stairs oh, um, backward long jumps BLJs yeah that <laughs> it's just hilarious and really cool seeing like people come up with these brand new things that just changes the game hmm. yeah I I'm very happy about it though. Because I think for the longevity of Ultimate, this is great. This is amazing. Like, it it, it means that this game, like, it, it's had a revival, certainly, mm -hmm. in this year. In 2022, the game had a revival, for sure. But now, during, like, the height of this revival, we're getting new tech. Like, that, ah, it's so exciting. I'm, ah, ah. It is, and you haven't had the chance to try it out so yet? Excited. Yes, I, I, I can get it semi-consistently. I wouldn't rely on it at all right. in bracket at my skill level, but 
I'm not good at the game, so. Uh-oh, back to the lab again. <laughs> oh, no, back to the lab again. We messed up. Back to the lab again. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. Anyways. <laughs> Knock. Gravity. Gravity. <laughs> oh, work. This is... Oh, God. So, I, I've been playing a game that is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Very old game. This game is Ragnarok Online. So I, I am incredibly passionate about passionate about this game and all the things that are currently happening with this game. But I understand at the same time that like nobody understands a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so th- this is a 20 year old game at this point. <laughs> um, Gravity for, for the longest time. So Gravity is the company that made, made the game. They're you know, based out of South Korea. Um, there has been official servers across the world that people play on. Um, a lot of different countries kind of, they kind of run semi-autonomously a, a little bit. Um, they kind of handle things on their own, but Gravity, the company, is still kind of like overseeing a lot of it. And from from pretty early on, like this game came out in 2002, and since like at least 2004, 2005, uh, people had reverse engineered the way servers worked and they made their own private servers. And they were, for the most part, depending on who ran them, just as good as official servers, uh, if not better, because they were free. Um, and Gravity never cared. They they ran their shit. They, they did everything and never cared about uh, private servers. And so, question sure. for posterity's sake. Gravity is the company that owns Ragnarok? Yeah, they they it's it's a weird business model that they kind of have is they made the game, and I believe Gravity runs the Korean servers. And then they license out the server software to other companies that operate them as official servers in other countries. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. And then you have private servers that operate outside of that using reverse engineered software uh, to to essentially run whatever fucking servers they want to and operate them however they want to without um, gravity interfering. It's, it's technically illegal to an extent. Um, but for the last 20 years, gravity has never really done anything in terms of uh, trying to fight private servers for the most part. Um, on the 20th of April... Gravity put out a notice on at least the... So that there is a, a main kind of international server called IRO. Uh, they put out an announcement on that server saying that Gravity is planning on fighting uh, private servers. And they have seven open lawsuits against certain private server operators. Which is just hmm. very strange that they do this 20 fucking years after the game has came out, has come out and has long since right. uh, been you know, a, a popular MMO. So yeah, um, I started playing this game recently over the last uh, two weeks. Uh, turns out a, a very good friend of mine um, also started playing it and I had no idea that he was. And we, we were talking about this like last episode or the episode before about you know, my wanting to... Uh, for the 
for the purpose of preservation, keep a copy of uh, the service software and the client so that I could like spin it up and run it on my own. And I, I did that. And it's a good thing that I did because with what I'm going to start talking about later, um, private servers might not really exist much in the future. Maybe. Uh-oh. So, like I said, Gravity sends seven open lawsuits against certain server operators. Uh, one of the biggest, biggest. Are, sorry, go on. Are the server operators within their legal rights to do this, or is it technically illegal? So reverse engineering is legal. Um, okay. What is not illegal? What is not legal is a lot of the artwork that they use on their server websites is technically, you know, in, in, is technically intellectual property of Gravity. The actual clients of the game is intellectual property of Gravity. So, you know, they, they can run their server, but people need a client to connect to it. And if they're giving out a client that's modified to connect to their private server, that is technically them taking Gravity's intellectual property. Hmm. So, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But that is sad to hear. So, Talon RO, which is one of, one of the bigger private servers, straight up fucking called it quits. When this happened, they said, yep, we're closing. Sorry. See you guys. Can you blame them, though? Mm, no, that that's that's some legal trouble that mm -hmm. I would not want to get into. What's weird is is that uh, for the most part, you would assume that you know these the the company is well within their rights to do this. Uh, one of the servers, Rebirth RO, they hired an attorney to look over all of their stuff to see whether or not they um, are in their rights. Because as far as I can tell, uh, there is a way for them to operate. At least just from my understanding, there is a way for them to operate within the law. If they don't use any pirated artwork and perhaps all that they upload in terms of allowing people to connect to it is their own software that modifies potentially gravity software to connect to the private server, then technically, like if they don't if they don't have a download on their website that downloads the actual Ragnarok online clients and they just maybe have a download that sort of modifies an RO client, then maybe they could get around certain, like they're not technically using any of the intellectual property because all they're using is the server software and some software that modifies an, an official client to connect to it, I guess. Maybe that's possible. I, I don't know. Um, one of the biggest... So this sounds like a legal kerfuffle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of the bigger uh, bigger servers, Nova RO, pretty much said, fuck you guys, we'll see you in court. And they they lawyered up. Mm. Uh, who knows whether or not oh they're going to win. Um, but n the weird thing is, is that Nova RO and uh, I think Rebirth RO as well, they essentially actually straight up fucking make money with this game. Like they have uh, your paid oh. donation items, cash shop shit. Um so it makes sense for Gravity to go after these servers specifically. Um, the, the server that I played on, Origins, uh, they are completely donationless. Like they will not accept donations at all. They completely run off of the money of the, the people who, who run it, which is interesting hmm. because they planned, they sent out a thing saying uh, we're shutting down temporarily while we change to a new owner and we're going to change our name. Um, mm, which is dude, cool because is crazy I, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, at least with origins, um, at least I haven't wasted much time if they're planning on actually coming back. 
what I find, and this is totally just a, a conspiracy theory that I had, is that they're not actually changing owner. Uh, they're just, uh, it's, it's what the owner did is pretty much came up with a new persona, a new username on Discord and said, mm. oh yeah, we're, we're changing owner to this guy because maybe like you can find out who he is in real life so that gravity could sue them, sue them maybe. Uh. Um, because when the <laughs> announcement came out, like I looked at the account of the person who is supposedly the new owner of this server and it was that account was freshly made. Like when you click on the, oh, no. when you click on the user's name, it says like, this person is new to Discord, send them a message. <laughs> so I thought that was uh, a little bit suspicious. Um, but if that's what it takes to allow a server to run, cause like there are still, there are still World of Warcraft private servers. And oh yeah, um, you would expect that a company like Blizzard could legally, with, with the fucking lawyers that they have could take down private servers and they weren't able to. Um, I don't, this is, this is completely anecdotal, but as far as I know, they started hosting wow private servers in a country where if you sent them a copyright notice or a lawsuit, they would fax back a picture of their balls. <laughs> it, that was just something Whoa. that I heard somebody say and I thought it was hilarious. Whoa. It was like some, some weird country that you can't even pronounce. <laughs> I know I'm taking up a lot of time with this uh, with this topic, so I'll, I'll try to wrap it up. Um, That's fine. So I'm incredibly passionate about this game because this is like literally my favorite game of all time. Um, I can tell. So one of the reasons why private servers are a massive, massive deal is that the game, at least in terms of the way that I play at the service that I play on, that game doesn't essentially exist anymore. Gravity has turned that game into a fucking cash grab, microchance transaction, pay to win fucking shithole. And the, the game that I used to know and Go love off. just straight up doesn't exist anymore. Mm. So these private servers are literally the only way to have that experience now. Um... Wow. Like, like for people who understand it, when, when renewal came out, there was this thing called Ragnarok renewal. Um, they, like they extended the level cap from 99 to like 180 something. They added these completely new classes, which were, it, it was just power creep shit. Um, then there's all the, the cash shop stuff that just sucks. And it's just, it's a completely different game. They've completely broken it. The design design decisions that they made have been horrible. And it was, it was good. It was one of those things where it's like, if it isn't broken, don't fix it. And at least with what Gravity's done with their other games, they've made an NFT game now based Oof. off of Ragnarok. They've made these Oof. other weird uh, Ragnarok microtrans microtransaction cash grabs. These games fucking suck. And <laughs> yeah, like Ragnarok Classic pre-renewal is the best it's ever been. And they don't have that anymore. It the only way to play it is to play on private servers and now they're shutting them all down. Jeez. Yeah, wow. That, <laughs> that was a long one. Yeah. Like yeah. we, I feel like we all in the past 20 minutes like had our rants, but that one was the longest. <laughs> well deserved too. That is like, it's, I guess it's not like technically petty, but it is greedy that they would do that. The thing that sucks uh, that 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 hurts me is that they 
are well within their right to do this. They're well within their right to completely ruin it for people who are having fun. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's it's their it's their intellectual property. I understand that. And but there are many people who are definitely, at least me personally, are willing to pay money like it used to be. Like when when I started playing this game, literally in 2004, 2003, um, they 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 had Australian servers back then. They don't anymore. Um, when they had that, they they had it in beta a lot, and I played for free for it, it was like a free open beta for like um, maybe a year or something. I don't know what the time frame was. Uh, and when they uh, when they went from clo- uh, open beta to to official release, they're like, "Hey, you guys need to pay up now." And I I mm. I got my mom to fucking pay me ten dollars a month to or to pay them ten dollars a month to to play this game, and I loved <laughs> it. I had so much fun. And right now, I would pay money to play the game in the uh, in the format that it was back then. If they if there are official servers that would do this, I would play it. And there are so many people out there that aren't just going to play the official servers because the private servers got shut down. They're not going to go anywhere. They're just going to pack it up and fucking leave. Go play Lost Ark or something. Because they don't <laughs> want to play. Lost Ark is where the refugees end up? Th- that's what I've been seeing in the Discord. There's a lot of people like, okay, what the fucking wow. game do I play now? And it's like, yeah, Lost Ark's pretty good. I've heard. <laughs> I've been considering playing it. I, I told Rachel about it. I'm like, hey, you want to give us a shot? And she's like, yeah, sure. Come to Final Fantasy 14. It's so much better. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, Lost Ark is free to play there. Oh, okay. That's different. But yeah, yeah. it's a fucking mess. Oh my God. All right. I feel like we're about ready to close this off. Are we? Does anybody have any final qualms that they want to state? There was one more thing about the Ragnarok thing that I completely forgot to mention. I'm sorry. It'll be a short thing because it's more about Twitch than it it. is anything else. Uh, Apparently, uh, when Gravity started doing all this bullshit, sending you know, lawsuits out to people and shit for running servers, they uh, sent DMCA notices to people playing private services on Twitch. Playing private servers on Ooh. Twitch. And they were trying to get people banned off of Twitch for streaming private servers. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah. so petty. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, it is. Um. Mm. Mm, girl. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Now you know I'm, I'm now I'm done with it. Now I'm done. With it. Sorry. <laughs> no, I. That's annoying. All right. Let's let let let's send her off though with some socials. Cord, give us your socials. Cord underscore gamer on Twitch, Twitter, and OnlyFans. You got it, dude. Dude, you gotta you gotta start you gotta start promoting the OnlyFans. Yeah, man, that's where the real money is. How about you, Nock? Uh, I am on <laughs> Twitch at twitch.tv slash NOCV, uh, Spotify, NOC.V. He said the dot. He did say it. He's, gonna, he's always going to say it. Hey, uh, you guys should also check him out on Spotify. It's Nock.V. Didn't he didn't want to say, say it himself because Cord bullies him about it, but you know, I'm here to save the day. I'm embracing also, it at this if point. You haven't, if you haven't seen Nock do a, <laughs> a live DJ set on Twitch every Thursday... 
Dude, you're missing out. He's been killing it like the last three or four sets, like really hard. <laughs> He's been like mixing things up, trying new stuff, and it's been super fun to listen to. So hey, you're missing out if you're not there. There's actually going to be a live IRL set sometime soon, and I don't <gasps> know if I can talk Yay. about it yet. Um, it hasn't been completely announced yet, but I know it's being announced very soon. Um, but yeah, if you live in the Chicago area, keep an eye out. Ooh, Ooh okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are your socials, man? My socials are at It's Musio on Twitter. And on Twitch, I am Musio underscore M-U-Z-I-0-H underscore. Anyways, that's all that we have for you guys this week. Tune in next time. And we love you. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs>